I don't think I formally said this at the beginning. This is season four uh, because I ghosted y'all at the end of season three. I'm back, baby. New season. It's like when you're talking to somebody, right? And you're talking to them and then like the everyday text might uh, might start to kind of fade into a couple times a week, you know, quick W.Y.D. Um, and, and it just it starts to dissipate over time. Like that's what I did to y'all last season. But, you know, like many people who ghost people, it's because I had a kid. And while I'm not talking about um, ghosting or going for the finish line. What I will be talking about is whiskey today. It's not about Jack Daniels and Crown Royal anymore. It's about Uncle Nearest and Rare Perfection. You can look at my whiskey cabinet and you will see, you know, that it, it stretches the gamut. Yo, what's good? It's your boy D back with another episode of the Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast, where we discuss topics that impact black and or millennial communities while having a good drink. So um, I kind of dipped out on y'all. I, I, I ghosted y'all last season. Y'all ever been ghosted? That's, uh, it, it happens like it's kind of a new term, um, but you know, maybe not a new term anymore. I don't know. Either way, I'm sorry. That was not cool. Um, I just dipped out on y'all. Like, I slowed down. It's like it's like when you're talking to somebody, right? And you're talking to them, and then like the everyday text might uh, might start to kind of fade into a couple times a week. You know, quick WYD, um, and, and it just it starts to dissipate over time. Like that's what I did to y'all last season. But you know, like many people who ghost people. It's because I had a kid. Um, so, what happened, right? I've got, I've got an, an eight-month-old. He'll be nine months old, damn, in six days. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, 75% of one year done. So, I've got, a, I've got a child. I've got a real, live, breathing human being who relies on, you know, his parents. One of the parents being me for everything from sustenance to sleep. And I was just, I was exhausted. Like, I was really tired and overwhelmed trying to take care of him. Um, I just got my dream job last year, um, you know, when he was probably, I guess, four months old. And so I really am, am invested in the success of that and succeeding in this role, um, succeeding as a father, succeeding as a husband, succeeding as a business owner myself. And I was like, yo, I cannot do this podcast every single week and i had i still have like a ton of content that i'm about to push out over the next couple of weeks with some great interviews um i've got an amazing series with Quilante nun 
on the souls of black folk that i've just really been wanting to put out but it was such great content that i wanted to edit it properly and that's the hardest part of podcasting for me that is the piece that i in part need to outsource but also i um it's hard for me to outsource it because i know how i want stuff to sound and not the audio quality right like that's easy but i know the audio drops that i want um if you listen to the episode with dipset and the locks like i put the drops in there because i know the culture and so i've got to find a, a nice happy medium to decide which episodes i really need to put my all into on the editing side and which ones i can go ahead and, and pass off to you know somebody who's really a professional and edits for a living that's neither here nor there ghosted y'all i apologize but i'm back i'm texting you again we're on good terms you know we we realized that you know we were were more than just a netflix and chill relationship that we could go the distance that's where i'm at right now so um from ghost to to going for the finish line that's where we at right now i don't know that's a cool cool uh title for the episode but this episode has nothing to do with me ghosting y'all that was just my apology um this is my sorry for what year are we in? Shit, 2020 part three right now. Um, it's New Year's Day when I'm recording this, right? And while I'm not talking about um, ghosting or going for the finish line, what I will be talking about is whiskey today. All right, so if you check out my um, my Instagram page, you will see when this episode drops um, my infinity bottle. Let's backtrack real quickly. So y'all know this is the Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast. I said that at the beginning. I say that at the beginning of every episode. Like This is who I am. It's, it's the identity of the show. And it was, if you don't know, if you haven't been listening for a while, it was supposed to be the Narratives Over Whiskey podcast, but I know everybody doesn't drink whiskey. And really, I know everybody doesn't drink, but I know that if you do drink and you don't drink whiskey, you'll probably have a glass of wine with me. So, narratives over wine and whiskey, um, depending on who the guest is at the moment, uh, then, you know, we might pour pour some wine. I also do some solo episodes with wine. Um, I'm just doing, uh, doing a lot more whiskey. If you look at my, my bar, you will see that my whiskey collection is quite extensive to the point that I have labeled myself the black bourbon connoisseur. If you hit the hashtag black bourbon connoisseur that's me now i don't just dabble in bourbon whiskey is what i do be it japanese whiskey irish whiskey scotch whiskey um bourbon tennessee whiskey moonshine what else we got we got french whiskey we got indian whiskey you can look rye whiskey um you can look in my whiskey cabinet canadian whiskey gosh I'm, I'm i'm about to yeah there are a lot of whiskeys out there a lot of a lot of different variations but you can look in my whiskey cabinet and you will see you know that it, it stretches the gamut i enjoy whiskey i don't drink as much as i have so i'm not sitting around just all day like getting wasted i have a, a job like i said it's my dream job um, i have a child he's my dream child I cannot just sit around and, and get smacked all day. But I do enjoy um, a, a good a good pour. I just I want to encourage y'all to find something that you're passionate about. Um, you know, find something that is just really cool to you and 
dive into it. I remember, I remember in college, I was drinking Jack Daniels number seven, which I cannot stand anymore. Like if you it, if it's free, and I'm celebrating with someone who wants to drink that, that's the only time you're going to find me drinking number seven. That was that was the college drink for me. I had way too much of it between the years of and 2011. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm over that. Yeah, we off that. Is you still on that? But yeah, now I've, I've definitely expanded my palate. It's, it's not about Jack Daniels and Crown Royal anymore. It's about Uncle Nearest and Rare Perfection. So so. I don't know if y'all saw what I just did, but Jack Daniels is a Tennessee whiskey, um, as is Uncle Nearest, but it's a level up. Uh, you know, Crown Royal is a Canadian whiskey, as is Rare Perfection, but it's a level up. Uh, quite a few levels up, actually. Like, I didn't even like Canadian whiskey for a while because of Crown Royal. Um, as I started to really taste different whiskeys and, and learn more and explore what my palate enjoyed like i'm not saying that crown royal is a, a bad whiskey it's not my kind of canadian whiskey and i after that i just i couldn't find a canadian whiskey that i liked because a lot of them ended up mirroring crown royal but rare perfection does not now the shit is not cheap but man that, that is my favorite canadian whiskey and there are a couple that are decent um, but off the top of my head the one i'm pulling is going to be that rare perfection um, my most interesting bottles are my Japanese bottles, right? So <laughs> one day I found a French bottle and it was really cool because it was in like the shape of a suit of armor, like from medieval times. And I said, oh, I want this just for the aesthetic. And I'm sure that you're going to have like a great whiskey in a nice bottle. No, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a whiskey by its bottle. It it looked nice it's cool to have it's, it's a nice conversation piece but trash whiskey to me it's called chivalry chivalry if y'all want to send me a check and another bottle maybe i got a bad batch but right now you're you're not it for me um but i do have a couple bottles of i think three bottles of yamato whiskey and it's a, those are japanese whiskeys now the japanese whiskey also one of them came in a coat of armor the other came in a um it was a pottery type ceramic bottle i mean these things are gorgeous they are i think cultural pieces that speak to the artistry and the culture within japan and so i really really uh, enjoy just pouring pouring from their their bottles um, really cool experience and it's a cool conversation piece a cool conversation piece with a good whiskey is good a cool conversation piece with a bad whiskey is just a cool piece of art that one day will probably be a um a paperweight for me let's go through a couple more yeah in the off season since i have have been uh, away i've picked up some amazing bottles my boy ron shout out to the bras 06 pazeta 84 um so ron ended up blessing me with my first bottle of blantons i've been looking for blantons it's almost an impossible find in the state of north carolina um, but ron has a connection who hunts for blantons and buys the bottles and so guess what ron got his connection to get me a bottle thank you bro 
really good whiskey secondary market prices are not it i'm not paying more than a hundred dollars for a bottle of this stuff unless it's a specialty uh expression but or or if i'll tell you when i will pay more than a hundred dollars so blanton's has this really cool thing on their their caps right they have these horses um in honor of kentucky so they have horses that are kind of like racing and at the bottom of each horse's foot is one of the letters in blanton's and so people actually hunt for the bottles not necessarily to drink them as much as they are trying to collect every letter let every letter on the uh the name blanton's so that's really cool um let's see i'm going through some whiskeys so blanton's is a cool find i've had um i've got two bottles of wellers the first one also thanks to ron i ended up ordering a case of wellers cigars and ron said hey let's go ahead and enjoy these with some wellers and we did we had a really really good time um just some good brotherhood time if y'all don't know i said 06 because our fraternity the alpha phi alpha fraternity incorporated was founded in 1906 our chapter was chartered in 1984 and so um yeah i really really do appreciate um the way my brotherhood has expanded and my knowledge of whiskey has expanded due to my brotherhood scotches yeah so y'all know i opened the baby bottle when avery was born that was the balvini 21 um that has been an amazing bottle i still have one pour and i'm trying to decide i'll probably wait until avery's first birthday before i even um even get to enjoy that got scotch irish whiskey Ooh, y'all know writer's tears number one go to i do not drink jameson anymore once again jameson if y'all want to send me a bottle and a check um i can't say maybe i got a bad batch i've had so much jameson and that's the other thing right it's also with, with jack daniels number seven kind of um they're not bad whiskeys i drank so much of it <laughs> in my college days that i i i don't know i think that i just got turned off because i didn't know how to truly appreciate and pace myself when it came to drinking when i was in college and so now i just said well those brands are a big turnoff to me um, you know on the basic level now jameson does have a couple expressions that i do appreciate uh, specifically their coffee expression great if y'all have uh seen my mug maybe he brewed it maybe it's bourbon probably not bourbon but most likely it is an irish whiskey called jameson and it's the coffee expression and yeah that that thing is it's mean um so yeah irish whiskeys writer's tears is my go-to and i just found i was doing some some road tripping over uh the christmas holiday went down to charlotte for my nephew's fifth birthday party shout out to kk um and i stopped along the way at different abc stores that were you know right off the highway ended up finding a um writer's tears gift package that had a writer's tears flask that is really cool even though i have my own flasks um you know y'all can cop one actually right now on uh my store check out the link in my bio um but yeah even though i have my own flasks i like you know this one and it was a different expression of writer's tears so i've only had regular writer's tears uh me and my boy mike dozier new father shout out to mike i'm doing a lot of shout outs today but i mean i've been missing like 
engaging with folks. So Mike Dozier just had um, his first child. He has a son, Miles. He and Alexis just, you know, are going to ra- be great parents. I'm really happy for y'all. Mike likes writer's tears. So Mike came by my house and I was trying to decide if I was going to give Mike this bottle. Mike, I'm sorry. I was selfish. But this bottle of writer's tears is is just phenomenal. And that's why, you know, I still shared it with you, but I could not give it up. It's writer's tears that is aged in bourbon barrels. And it's wow. Like, I like writer's tears, but I can definitely taste the difference. I poured them back to back in some glasses and I mean it you know it is definitely an enhanced flavor when it's been aged with bourbon. Um, we've gone through bourbon, uh, we've gone through Canadian whiskey, we've gone through Irish whiskey, we've gone through Japanese whiskey. Um, moonshine, my go-to moonshine is the Buffalo Trace White Dog. Um, it is a legal moonshine and it's regulated and it comes from Buffalo Trace and it's really good but a close second and a very very close second is the soul of Mystic right down the street in Durham at Mystic Farm and Distillery it's a really good shine it's regulated Uh, it's going to hit you it it definitely will but it's a it's a good pour what else we got actually (laughs) I just had an idea um, so I've gone through pretty much everything. Bourbons, uh, of course, if I'm talking about uh, Tennessee whiskey, I'm pulling Uncle Nearest off the shelf. Jack Daniels, cool, but as much of American history goes, the recipe was taken from a black man and profited upon by a white man. Um, the most famous name in American whiskey is only famous because a brother made it that. So, you know, I, uh, I'm always going to go with the home team. Shout out to Uncle Nearest. Uh, shout out to shout out to uh, Alex. If you're following me on Instagram, then you should be following the Crafted Soul. She is a finalist in their uh, in their bartender competition that they're having. So I'm really proud of her. Uh, actually was able to to photograph some of her work recently but yeah i appreciate the support i always i always love getting a chance to work with her chop it up with her just hang uh knowing her for damn near 20 years i think we met in high school i'm a couple years older so i'd give it at least 18 years like our our friendship is a full adult right now or at 18 i really wasn't a full adult i was just an adult on paper like they could draft me to go to the army so been talking about whiskey and the reason i've been talking about whiskeys is I created an infinity bottle. I had heard of an infinity bottle, but I never really looked into what it was until recently. So what you do is you get an empty, sterile bottle. I have an amazing one that I got for my birthday probably four or five years ago. And it's just a very nice, classy flask, um, all glass with my name on it. And it says um, established 1987 really cool bottle i don't use it that much i used to put like my favorite bottles in there until i got um like really into whiskey and then i wanted to keep everything in its own bottle and then when i got really really into whiskey i bought a nice decanter and this has kind of been collecting dust um just because i haven't i hadn't found a purpose for it until recently so i'm i've got this infinity bottle and an infinity bottle is 
you know if you have a, a few bourbons you don't even need a ton like i have way too many whiskeys um but you know if you've got a nice selection you can take three or four and you create a bottle of whiskey based on the flavors that you know you think would pair well together and then as you drink it okay so so then you so at that point you have a flavor that or a whiskey that has you know never been created and can never be replicated because you probably didn't do exact amounts um, the fun of it is not doing exact amounts because what happens is after you pour some out you replenish it with whatever whiskey you want to put in in there and it continues to blend and create a different flavor profile so every time you think you got it just right it's going to change because you pour in the amount that you took out and that's what i'm going to be drinking today um, or what i am drinking on this episode so i've got my this is actually my second um go at it the way i started my infinity bottle is i had what maybe six whiskeys let me find them i sent my homegirl larilyn a picture of the creation so i started with elijah craig toasted barrel one of my absolute favorite bourbons um, it's a seasonal bourbon elijah craig sadly only releases it once a year this year i was able to secure four bottles um, i currently have three of them i sold one um, i'm at least going to keep two for myself and i might trade the the other but yeah start with elijah craig toasted barrel um henry mckenna 10 year um, bardstown wild turkey rare breed knob creek 12 year um bookers four roses single barrel and the dickle eight year and i mean it really uh and I, i tried it that night i tried it neat i tried it on the rocks and then i replaced what i poured out with some woodenville i'm trying this for the first time right now with the the new creation and it's pretty good pretty smooth it's just really cool to see how the flavors come together they've sat for now probably about four days i'm trying you know this isn't something that is going to be an everyday pour for me it's generally going to be special occasions i might do a couple episodes with it um this season but it's it's just going to be a fun flavor experiment for me to think oh do i want to increase the weediness of this do i want a higher proof whiskey this time um do i want something sweeter this time and uh yeah i i'm starting off with only bourbons i may end up putting in some rye some american whiskey um and who knows eventually i might just do an international bottle but for now this is just an infinity bourbon bottle but check it out on, online you can learn a lot about it uh hashtag infinity whiskey i might uh name this the infinity whiskey episode i really haven't decided yet i'm excited to be back on the mic i've been off it for about a month um i haven't put anything out in about two months outside of you know ig content but this is it here we are welcome to 2022 
We're about to have fun with whiskey. Gonna have some amazing topics. Gonna um, learn some more about wines. That's one thing I do want to do this year. Like I'm not setting year long goals. I'm setting goals that go month by month this year. But what I will say that I want to do over the course of 2022 is learn more about wine because I'm not as well versed in it as I need to be. Like, I'm more well versed than most of y'all probably. <laughs> uh, no disrespect, but all disrespect, all respect, uh, do whatever. Um, come on, challenge me. Get on the podcast. Challenge me. Tell me you know more about wine. I would love to have that discussion with you because I can probably learn from you. I'm, I'm a competitive guy. But yeah. This is going to be a, a fun year. I'm going to learn more about wine. I'm going to continue to explore whiskeys. I have purchased a new um, bar as opposed to a bar cart because Avery was getting so curious. Um, we went ahead and just got a, a bar that we can enclose and that he cannot you know, reach for things in because he is moving around now. Um, which actually will we'll lead this into I'm still going to go with Adventures with Avery. I don't think I formally said this at the beginning. This is season four. Uh, because I ghosted y'all at the end of season three. I'm back, baby. New season. Um, so, yeah, we're, we are into season four. This is episode one of season four. Uh, thanks for rocking with me this long. You know, let, let's make magic happen. Got a ton of great content already. Great interviews. Um, and we're just going gonna to be rolling them out. But Adventures with Avery. My man at the beginning of his eight months actually i'll give y'all a few probably like, i'll just give y'all an update adventures with avery this is going to be the update version so he is halfway crawling halfway sliding across the room he gets everywhere very quickly um first word was mama i, I wasn't thrilled about that but whatever he's speaking cool um what else he is he has a nanny avery has a nanny now she is amazing shout out to vaughn i appreciate you um you really have changed the trajectory for avery i think he was on the right trajectory but you know desiree and i both work full-time and we have a baby at home and we don't really um trust sending him to daycare because you know there's a whole panoramic going on outside and the panda bear does not care how old you are and when the poker face hits you you know you can get sick and so we said we don't want to send him to daycare quite yet until we can get a handle on this thing but we cannot uh do full-time parenting give him the attention he needs and work full-time like i gotta keep my job um and desiree has to keep her job like she, she enjoys her work so we've we've decided you know we're gonna have a, a nanny come in a few days a week and that has changed everything uh, so vaughn i appreciate you vaughn has been working with avery on uh you know his, his mobility and so now he's trying you know he's pulling up by himself and he's he's standing by himself but he's not standing without support yet but uh he's trying to learn to walk and this that and the other he has a lot of energy and so couple weeks ago after uh desiree gave him his bath she put him in his crib because that was the you know that's the place she'll she'll put him while she tries to clean up the bathtub and everything like that really quickly and as she was walking out of the room she looks back and he's on his knees and then he, he reaches up and he pulls himself up and just stands never done it before by himself just or not that we had seen just stood up in his crib 
at that point like I, I immediately went to the garage got my toolbox and lowered his crib because he stood up and he was like half his body was already over where the, the top of the crib was and so I lowered it to the lowest of lows so that you know next time he wants to pull up and stand up he can't lean over and fall out because I don't want to uh to know that his his second fall could have been prevented um all falls I guess could be prevented but the first one happened and I was terrified um and I, I don't want that I don't want that to happen again so yeah he's standing up by himself he's pulling up on things um he is very vocal when he wants something that he wants um, he will let you know like if he sees a bottle and he wants a bottle he will whine until he gets it like, i'll be trying to heat his bottle up and he ain't having it so he'll just take a cold bottle instead of waiting the the three minutes to have it warm up and be you know better for his digestive system yeah, that's my boy yeah that's it um, appreciate y'all rocking with me and get ready for an amazing amazing season with some great content I'm really excited about 2022 um, peace the narratives over wine and whiskey podcast is a subsidiary of daniel's development and branding llc here for all of your fundraising strategy and creative storytelling needs Connect with us online at dollarsandstories.com.